Hi, I'm Arianna Raji Lee, and welcome to the Passion Mama podcast. Each episode, I interview a guest about modern motherhood to address its challenges, but more importantly, to celebrate its opportunities. From prenatal experts to postnatal health specialists, nutritionists, mums, and mums to be, I ask them to share their insights and stories with us. Welcome to Passion Mama in Conversation. Hi, and welcome to the fourth episode of the Passion Mama podcast in conversation. Today, I am joined by a beautiful young woman called Libby Andrews. Um, Libby and I met through Cycle, um, where I teach spinning. And um, I saw at the end of last year, um, Libby had posted on her Instagram a beautiful post about the things that she was most proud of that she had achieved in 2019. And one of those things that she had listed was freezing her eggs. So I got in touch with her to see if she would come and chat with me um, to tell me a little bit about that process. So here you are, Libby. Hi. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks. Good. After, after a cycle class. I know. We're both, we're both a little bit sweaty <laughs> and gross, but we like it. This is how we are. Um, so I thought we would go kind of straight into this, yeah. if you don't mind. Um, what made you decide to do this? What made you decide to, to freeze your eggs? Well, I started thinking about it. I'm 33 now, about to turn 34, and I started thinking about it probably almost in kind of a jokey way around the age of 30 to 31 a couple years ago. And um, I've been single like for a decade. Um, so I have been single and I've really been putting all of my sort of efforts into my career. I moved, I'm originally from America, so I moved to a foreign country and I've kind of put all my efforts into my career and I've been single. So I started kind of thinking about it in a joking way. Like I'm gonna freeze my eggs, I'm gonna freeze my eggs, mm. just saying it. And as I spoke to various people in my life, um, doctors and inspiring women and all kinds of people just at, at parties and events and in gyms and things like that, it started to become, why is this a joke? Um, why am I just saying it? Actually, should I look into it and should I actually do it? The reason for that was, I guess I was about 32 years old when I really started to look at it seriously, it was because even if I did have a partner at that point, I wasn't ready to commit to starting a family. Um, I can see myself waiting another 10 years really before doing that or wanting to and obviously the biological clock is ticking. Um, I, I just, right now I want to work and put my focus into that. And so I started to look at it more seriously, probably around the age of 32 after kind of considering it more loosely for a couple of years. Yeah, and, and how did you, once you decided, okay, this is the decision that I'm gonna, I'm gonna do. How? Where did you start in the process? Yeah. So basically, I just googled. googled. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. I think that most people would yeah. start there. What's well, actually, it's it's interesting that it was a midwife. I think she's a midwife um, at a a one year old's birthday party that just like looked me dead in the eyes and was like, "Do this seriously. Do it." And that kind of stuck with me. So. I Googled it and I just kind of Googled fertility clinic, Harley Street fertility mm. clinic. Um, and I came across, there's loads on Harley Street. But I came across Harley Street fertility clinic um, and they had open evenings once a month where anyone can come, partners, women, single people, whatever. Um, and it's an open evening and you basically get to, the woman who runs the practice is also a female run practice, which I liked. Mm. The, the doctor who runs the practice kind of gives the as presentation and then you get 10 minutes 
with a doctor, just one consultation. on one consultation. Wow. Um, so I just said, okay, I'm just going to do this. It's, you know, I'm just going to go on a Friday evening and see what this is about. I was lucky enough to get the director of the practice, the woman who runs it, as my 10-minute oh, wow. doctor, which I think really that solidified. I was just going to go with her and do it. She was really cool. She's an older woman. She set up her own practice. She was like, you know, basically she just was like, do it. Like, what's the big deal? Mm. 100% you should mm. do this. The way she kind of spoke about it. Obviously, she gave me all the stats and said, and this is a very, like, low-level consultation. They don't look into you, into your body yeah. or anything like that. They take your age, like, what's your story? Okay. And give you the averages, basically. Yeah, and basically yeah. say, like, here's roughly what it will cost. Yeah. And But she was just my kind of woman. She was like, do it. You know, we have to get you, we have to do the next consultation, which checks all your levels and everything like that. She was like, but you definitely should. Um, but then, uh, just jumping ahead, because the most important thing to me, I think, or the, you know, one of the deciding factors was the cost. Right. So it's about 10,000 pounds to do it once. And really, she's sitting there saying to me, we recommend you do it two or three times. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, cool. Um, and so, what, did she say why? Is it so basically, every process that you do, every time you do it, the hormones and the procedure, mm. you get, they, say, they hope to get between, for someone in their 30s, between eight to 10 eggs. What they want you to have in the bank is between 20 to 30 eggs to ensure that one right. might become a baby. I'm not really a numbers person anyway. I'm like a go with your gut kind of a person. <laughs> yeah. I have a friend who went and was like, fuck that. Yeah. My odds are not good. Yeah. I'm not a numbers person, so that didn't really scare me. Um, and I said to her, well, I really kind of have one shot at this as it stands now. I'm not a millionaire and I'm asking my parents for the money, which is a whole nother conversation. My dad thinks I'm insane, um, wow, okay. <laughs> which we can talk yeah. about. But um, I'm asking my parents for the loan, for the money, I don't, it's, I really kind of can do this one time. What, should I do it or not do it? It seems like you're saying to me, like, I could do this and get eight eggs and none of those might work. And she, again, she was just my kind of woman. She was like, look, I can't really tell you what to do, but yeah. doing it once is better than not doing it all. Also, she did mention to me, and I think this is worth saying, that she believes that they're one of the only practices in London that offer egg freezing on a payment plan for young women in their 30s. Wow. Um, I didn't take that but they do have offer, it. but she did mention it. I haven't looked into it further, but and she, so that showed me that she cared and she wants, she was on my side. Mm. She wanted me to do this. Yeah. She wants other women in their 30s to do this for whatever reason, if they're single, if they're delaying, if they have a partner, whatever it is. So, um, yeah, so anyway, then I really had to take that cost kind of then to my, so I decided, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm yeah. going to do this one time, even if it's my one shot, I'm just going to do it. Because yeah. um, also I think if sometimes, if you've made that decision with anything and you don't do it, you'll always think, what if? Yeah, I, I thought I'll just regret. I'll, yeah. If I get to 40 years old and I want to have a baby and I can't, I will have said that was 10,000 pounds. I could have, yeah. and it's, don't get me wrong, I get that that's not, that's a lot of money and that's, you know, that's not easy for people to yeah. come by, but I know that I, I knew that I could have found the means for it one way or another. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so basically we went to the next step, which was the actual kind of consultation, which in and of itself cost about 500 pounds, which I did 
for myself, I wanted to do that part of it and to find out. That's if you find out if you really should do this, as in, are you fertile? Do you have right, the... Right, so they do, they do that initial yeah. sort of screening. They, they do the that, screening. So they wouldn't necessarily make you spend 10,000 pounds no, if they think they do the are. screening first. So that's blood works and levels of X, Y, and Z, um, and an internal scan to see all your follicles and ovaries and all that kind of stuff. So then after that, same doctor called me and she was like, 100% you should do this, everything looks good, let's do it. She made it very, um, it wasn't as scary for me because yeah. she was like, yeah, like, call me, we'll book it in. As if I was just <laughs> like, like booking a spin class. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, then I had to go and um, take that kind of to my parents and, and say, look, you know, this is something that means a lot to me. I can't really explain it. They're a gen different generation, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, I think they look at it more as weirdy science rather than natural. Not, my parents are not necessarily religious people. But at first they were like, what are you talking about? You're only 32. You're going to find a husband, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, this is yeah. not. You're what, missing, you're yeah, missing you're missing the point. The point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not about someone else, it's about me. I might do this on my own later in life. And it took a lot of, con a bit of convincing. But at the end of the day, my mom decided and convinced my dad this is an investment in their future as well. You know, they, if they want grandchildren. That's a really lovely way of, yeah. of looking so at it. So I asked, originally asked for it as a loan. My dad called me and said, and I, I, I understand that this makes me look like someone who just has parents with money, and I get that. And but they've never given me any money. I have to. I really had to make a case for this, you know. Um. So I. My, anyway, we made the case, and that, that took months and months and months. I mean, from the time I went to the open evening mm. to the consultation to convincing my parents, you're, you're looking at about a year. Wow. Yeah. Oh wow. I mean, and it was a big. It's a big mental decision. Yeah, I was going to say that time frame that was on you. It was. Though, right? it, took, you it was could, on you me. It was on me. I could have done it right away. To it was on me. It took so long. I had to go and redo not. the consultation because they were like, Things yeah, might have right. Okay. So that was on me. But it, it took me that long from deciding I was going to do it, really deciding I was going to do it, talking my parents into it, then getting that money for them. Also, I travel a lot. You can't be traveling while you're doing it. Yeah. I do. We do rest. I work for a restaurant. Um, group where we open five restaurants a year um, so that's every other month so I couldn't y you can't travel during the process not yeah. even not even to Birmingham right oh right okay so, so let's, let's talk a bit about the process yeah. so, so, you, so you, you've got the money you've made yeah, the decision. got the money did that um, what did you have to do next so next you really have to block out I would say a month of your life um, to commit to this and I say what I mean by that is you have to go to the doctor every other day okay. for an internal scan and blood work. It gets so boring at the end. Um, so basically, you have to block out a month of your life. The injections are about two weeks. And, and you self-administered those? Or did yeah, they do yeah, that? you self-administer it. Which that, again, I'm, there's things that just didn't bother me. And yeah. th you know, I don't care about, I didn't mind about that. So uh, you, you, you get your period. You decide you're going to do it over this month where you're not traveling and you don't, I don't have any restaurant openings and I've told work mm. I'm doing this. Leave me alone. So that Great. that was. I mean, I don't know. Then you have to tell. You don't have to tell them anyone anything. You, you I thought it was important to tell them because I didn't know how the hormones were going to make me feel. I didn't know if I was going to. I didn't want to just randomly be like, I don't feel well today. And I just thought it was important yeah. for me to be transparent. Yeah. And the founders of my company, Info, are husband and wife team. They're like family. They were all on board as well. So I was Amazing. very lucky. 
Um, but so basically, you decide you're going to do this over a month. You get your period. You call them up, and you go the next day, and it's like off to the races. Okay. So it's two weeks of injections that they give you all the needles for. Um, you administer those yourself, uh, or I guess a partner could do it, um, of course. You have to do it at the same exact time every single night, which means you have to be home at the same exact time every single night. So that's why I say you could travel to Birmingham. You could work that out. I say that because we have a restaurant there. Right. Um, but you have to go to the doctor every other day as well. Yeah. So every other day you're in this doctor's office for an hour or so, getting your scans, getting your blood work, getting more drugs, paying more money. I mean, it's insane. Every time you go, it's like another few hundred pounds. Yeah. And then you have to be home every night at the same time to do the injections. So I, for those two weeks, really didn't do much else other than work and do the injections, yeah. go to the doctor. You can't drink, you can't exercise. You can't exercise. No, okay. it, it, um, it's something like, basically they're, they're pumping you so full of these hormones and they're filling your ovaries with follicles, yeah. which will become eggs. And any extreme sort of movement or anything like that could really ruin the, the, the process, okay. could, could cause you to have a lot of complications. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'll be fine, I'll still exercise. And the, and the doctor just said, no, seriously, don't. don't. Yeah. So I was like, what else do I have to do in my life? I can't drink alcohol and I can't exercise. Like, you have to be at home every yeah, night. Yeah, so I went home, and you have to be home every night, and they tell you to do it at night. So it was a very boring two weeks. I found that the injections, I felt relatively okay. I mean, I was tired. I, was, I did my injections at 9 p.m. every night, and by the end I was waiting awake until 9 p.m. to do them and then go to sleep at 9.01. Really? <laughs> I mean, okay. I was exhausted. So, so then I was like sleeping 12 hours a night. I was really, really tired, but I still went to work did work, that was fine. I think I had like some mood swings and some PMS towards the end. You become really bloated as well. So I would say one thing I've told a few of my friends who are doing it who might have sort of body confidence, body image issues or have, if you've struggled with eating disorders or anything like that in your life, you have to know you're gonna get fat this two weeks. It's gonna happen and that means it's working. Your clothes might not fit. Mm. I made the mistake of going and trying on clothes during this process and was like crying in the fitting room all over bonus. But other than being a little bit fat and tired, extremely yeah. tired, I was fine. Um, it, it is, it, but then also emotionally, it's a lot as well. You know, I was doing it by myself. So it's, if ever I felt lonely and sad, I, I tried to switch that quickly to empowered and proud that makes sense yes so completely. I also you're spending a lot of time you see because you're effectively going through the first sort of parts of IVF with these hormones right um, so this you see the same people in the waiting room every day and the same couples who are desperate to have a baby every day for two weeks that really puts things into perspective as mm. well like I'm here mm. planning for my future empowering myself I'm really proud of this and I'm I'm lucky not to be in a position the couple next to me who are having trouble having a baby and it's all they want. So I tried to really just keep the perspective of like, okay, you know, don't feel so sorry yeah. for yourself. This is an amazing That's thing. That's incredibly you're doing. strong thing for you to, to, so, to do. So yeah, easy. So it, yeah, um, and it, I'd say as a single woman, if you're going through it, it, it can be a bit lonely, but you just have to you think know, about it's, the it's mind over matter. Yeah. Really, yeah. it was. Um, so I would I would say that part of it was relatively easy I knew I blocked it off I was open and honest about it um, I tried not to you know share too much of it on social as much as I wanted to to I think it's it is still a personal kind of thing um, 
So you had the two weeks, yep. you had the hormones, then? Then you have the procedure. That's it. Okay, okay. so the procedure is, I think it's like half an hour or something. I mean, they say 20 minutes. Uh, you're lightly sedated. It's not even full anesthesia. It's lightly sedated, 20 minute procedure. You basically, it's a, it's a day out of your life and they say you have to get someone there to pick you up because you've been sedated. Um, I mean, it's, I would say the doctors make, don't make a big deal about the procedure and that is where um, something I would warn people about. Okay. So it is very quick. It is, you know, it, they're not cutting into you. They're effectively micro needle into, into yeah. your uterus, pulling things, the eggs out uh, for storage. So I understand why the doctors say, oh, it's 15 minutes. You'll be out in the day. Go home, rest, recover. And most people go to work the next day. Um, but I think for me, that's where it all went downhill, if I'm honest. Okay. Um, the procedure was totally easy. Um, I got 19 eggs, which is amazing. That's amazing, right. And I, so again, during this whole two weeks, I was like, oh my God, um, maybe I am gonna have to do this again. Because now that I'm doing it, it's like this whole thing of like, I'm really doing this. Mm. And it's taking a lot out of me and all this stuff. And if I get eight eggs, I am gonna wanna do this again, maybe in a year, to get another eight eggs. Because once you're in, you're kind of in. So anyway, I got 19 eggs. I think actually 15 mature that survived. So double kind of the amount that they said. Really kind of plenty in my opinion. Again, I'm not a numbers person. <laughs> uh, but plenty in my opinion to say I've done it and that's it. I've done it now. And um, do you know, was there a reason why? For me, they gave me a few extra day of the drugs because one of my ovaries wasn't showing in the scan all the follicles. So they kept me, it was a little bit more expensive and I was really like puffed up like a gumball machine. I mean, I was like about ready to explode. So I think, and then the nurse did say to me, you know, this is more days on the drugs, but you're gonna get more eggs because of this. Okay, wow. So, and I did, I got 15 eggs and um, went home, felt fine, a bit tired. The next day I woke up 5 a.m. I was euphoric, like something had come over me. I had done this amazing thing. I mean, I just, I would sleep until like 10, a.m. on a Wednesday. Okay, I'm not a morning person. <laughs> I was euphoric. I was like up out of bed. I have done something real life-changing yeah. for myself and you know, I've done it. I did it for myself. I mean, all the empowerment, all that kind of stuff. Um, so that was amazing. But then I think I just tried to go right back into work, right back into life and that because they said you can, you know, and that was a mistake. So I got really sick. Um, I this is, I'm not a doctor, it's, I must say, um, but I think I was overstimulated from the drugs because I had the extra days yep. and I had so many eggs. Yep. So there is something called overstimulation. I had all those symptoms. I basically threw up for a week, didn't go to work, didn't lift my head off the pillow, was really ill. Oh, okay. All I ate was broccoli soup. It was all like, it was, it was kind of as if like, God, is this what being pregnant is going to be like? Like all I could do was think about eating broccoli soup and like sleeping and I was like, anything else made me want to vomit. Wow. It's the weirdest thing. Okay. So, but they do say then again, once you get your period the next time, everything resets, you're back okay. to normal. So then that's why I say How it's a month out of your life. So then you've got two weeks okay. of the injections, the procedure, maybe some people go back to normal, which I know loads, loads of women do go back to normal um, within one or two days. I was sick for a week and then a few days later I got my period and I was totally fine. Um, so, th you know, there is something to that. You yeah. get your period, the cycle starts over and it's as if nothing ever happened. Right. How did that, how did that, uh, when you, when you first got your, the period yeah. after the procedure, 
Did you feel anything? No, nope, totally normal period, back to normal. All my water weight and everything like that went down. I mean, I w was wearing a jumpsuit at one point, and three days later, my friend was like, you look totally different in this jumpsuit. I mean, your body wow. really yeah, does change. So you have yeah. to mentally be okay with that. I know that's hard for a lot of women, like gaining weight yeah. and not knowing, is this real? Is it going to come off? This and that. I, again, tried to really mind over matter on that. This is working, so I, this is why my jeans won't button do up yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um so then honestly you know at the end of that when I got my period and it all reset even when I was sick I was like yeah okay this is part this of is, it yeah this yeah. is part of it yeah. like the doctors are telling me this is part of it yeah stay home rest yeah. and back to like the the more technical side of stuff so they have your eggs now, 15 yes. of them. They're in storage, storage in a freezer. <laughs> Someone asked, on a friend of mine asked me if they were in my freezer. That's not a bad Really, question, really I not. Mean. Um, so they're not in my freezer. They're, Harley Street stores them. You, signed all kinds, you sign all kinds of legal documents for storage okay. and what happens to, you, to them if something, something happens yeah. to you or something happens to them and blah, blah, blah. Um, they're in storage, they store them for you, it costs 300 pounds a year to store them, and they last for 10 years. Wow. So, I, so I did this when I was 33, so effectively I guess I'll have up until 43 okay. to think about using them. And that 10,000 pound number that you gave at the mm. beginning, is that, does that include the 500 pound consultation, the 300 pound? Yeah, that's all that's in. All that's in. all that's in, all really. And then, yeah. and then it's another 300 every year to store them. Right, okay. Um, so yeah, so it, so this, they store them as long as you wish, and it's really interesting. You know, my doctor said if you want to get pregnant in a couple of years, come and talk to me. She said I can advise you whether to go for it naturally or to try one of your eggs first, um, which is interesting to mm. think about. She said, you know, really these eggs are 33 years old, so if you want to get pregnant at 36, which many women do naturally and health healthfully. Uh, fine, but she said just come and talk to me because maybe we'll decide to try the eggs first yeah. or or if you have a baby at 35, 36 and you want another one at 40, we use them then. You know, there's so many different yeah. options and also as I was going through this, it was like, well, what if one of my friends or a, someone I know gets ill and can't have a baby and I can just donate my eggs or I don't know, there's, there's 15 healthy eggs in storage that can be used by someone, hopefully me. My sister definitely doesn't want them. She's like, hell no, you'll be the boss of me and my child. <laughs> she said, don't put them in your will. Don't sign any papers, please. Oh my God, have you put them in your will? Well, I, I, you I, will. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I will. I mean, you'll have, you'll have, yeah. Yeah, so I, I was home at Christmas and my best friend was like, yeah, if you die, I want one of those eggs. So can you call them and tell them that? <laughs> and it, but it, it's funny, but it's not. You know, it's this wonderful thing that, yeah. that I now have yeah. that will hopefully create life in one way or another, yeah. hopefully for me and my family, whatever that might look like. So, And the more people that you're speaking to about this and telling, are you saying, because I know you mentioned that you have friends that are now going through it, do you think yeah. you it's also some sort of like domino effect that the more women yes. that you speak so, to, the yeah. more? I mean, again, my doctor said, she, she was just amazing. When, she, when I did my final consultation with her, kind of follow-up thing, she, she said something like, you know, you're you're the pioneer of this for your friends and your family and your circle, so go for it. Yeah. You know, this is amazing. You really are. I mean, even I'm like, wow, this, I'm so inspired. <laughs> like, it's really an incredible thing that you've done. Well, thank you. Um, but so I have uh, three friends that are going to uh, go through it this year. Three, four, five, maybe? I mean, a few here, a few in the States that I know are in their 30s and, and signing up to it this year for sure. Yeah. Um, 
So I feel really good about that too. If I could be the, the, the guinea pig for my friends, then great because I, you know, again, it, it's, if someone trusts me, a friend trusts me and I can just say, seriously do this and here's the reality of it all, you know, and, and have a very sort of open and frank conversation and yeah. just say like, at the end of the day, do it, you know, then these women are going and they're signing up and yeah. they're kind of getting it done. Yeah. So. And it's something you'd, you'd recommend. Yes. 100%. I mean, it's of course dependent it. on your situation, your health, your circumstances. Yeah. yeah, but if you can. But I absolutely would recommend it. Yeah. I'm, I, I think I might even, it sounds insane, but I might even potentially do it one more time. You know, I did yeah. get the 15 eggs, but they do say 20 to 30. So maybe when I'm 35 or 36, I might decide to do it again. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll see. Yeah. So um, definitely I would recommend it. And if anything, going to meet with a doctor and to talk about it and our, our fertility and our fertile health is so important mm. as women, whether you have a partner or not, mm. um, going and having a private consultation, if you can afford it, um, I think is is very empowering and very important. So you'll know where you stand, what the status is, and how this might all look and, and work out, yeah. and then what your options are. Yeah. So I think it's something that we should all do and talk a lot more about. Definitely, I, I completely agree. Um, one last question for you. Yes. Um, do you ever think about your eggs? I mean, obviously talk, you're talking to people yeah, about I do, it, so I guess it, yeah. it, come, it comes up, but do you ever find yourself doing something and then, and then cooking at home, and then you're like, <laughs> cooking oh, eggs my eggs, yeah, my, oh, my, I've got some eggs in some freezer um, somewhere. I wouldn't say that I like necessarily will look at an egg and think about my eggs or you know, just think about my, but it's more that it's taken the pressure off my dating life my life in general. Mm. I can live how I, I want to. I can live like a man would in his 30s, um, which is so important. I can date like a man in his 30s. I can work like a man in his 30s. Um, and so I think about them a lot in that way, where I'm day to day just doing how I want to live my life, not having to necessarily think about my biological clock. Now, that doesn't mean you can just kind of throw that all at the window. Of course, that don't, you know, that would be irresponsible. But effectively yeah. I can um, you know live work like like a man Be as you yeah would you want to, yeah. at 33 34 35 so yeah. yeah in that way I do think about them I guess awesome <laughs> oh such 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 a good story oh, um, thank you so much for sharing it with us thank you for being so open and honest and honestly so inspiring thank Lily, you thank you so much no matter, no matter, no matter, no matter.